0: Our episodes contain graphic information that may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Would you
1: like some murder with your coffee? Welcome to Morning Murders. I'm Nicole. I'm Amanda. And I'm We're just three gals that like to sit around, drink coffee, and talk about true crime. True Mm -hmm. crime. But today, Branna, we have something a little different than true crime, yeah? Yeah, well, something happens a lot with true
2: crime. And uh, it's an unfortunate truth is that, like, sometimes people are left with all of these things to take care of Mm -hmm. after the murder, you know? Yeah. Um, Or death. Sometimes people just die. That's true. Did you know that? I mean, oh, the real criminal is time. (laughs) So, (laughs) which man made? Yeah. So then, yeah, (laughs) time isn't real. So (laughs) nothing is real. Um, Cool. So, so, uh, so yeah. So sometimes with that, we talk a lot about that, and so that that led me off on a trail of thinking about um, just stuff that. Every time somebody dies, there's all this argument about, like, what people get or, like, where's grandma's uh, ashes or where's uh, where's mm. the, the photo albums going to go and, like, all this other stuff. And mm-hmm. it's because, like, we don't really talk about death as, like, a culture. We are as true crime, which is very interesting, um, but we don't really talk about death and the things to do. It's, like, such a taboo and it's so scary
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, that almost, like, when you have an interest in death or something, you get labeled, like, in a certain way, and sure. it's like it's kind of pushed into people that shop at Hot Topic, and it's like there's tons of people that I have love interest. Yeah, I love Hot Topic, yeah, mm-hmm. love yeah, Hot yeah. topic. Love thank, you. Topic. Sponsor thank you. Sponsor us, anyways. they <laughs>
0: the weirdest sponsorship, um, <laughs> I and mean, they kind of sponsored all of my life from <laughs> like 2000 <laughs> to 2009. Yeah, yeah, fair, so, you were just, making investments, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, just exactly. making
2: investments, is Just making investments to a future no yes. return yeah. <laughs> soon. soon. Soon, thanks for sponsoring us in the future. Hot Topic, um, so like you know, there's this interesting thing with death where we can wear like coffin backpacks and we can like do all this other cool shit but like the actual experience of death is so scary because we just don't know Mm -hmm. so we don't want to think about it and there's things that happen after we die that have to be taken care of because we live in a society that has made rules for things yeah (laughs) so i wanted to today um, kind of go over things that you should maybe think about, and it's okay to think about to be scared of death, um, but things that we should think about before we die so that when we die, because we're all going to die, which is, ugh, honestly, you're learning about this from an optimistic nihilist. We're all going to die, and then we don't have to do this anymore. Um, <laughs> we don't have to, I don't have to read the news like this anymore, where it's just it's true, over, and it's not my problem. That sounds incredible. Um, so, uh, so, like, when... You you have to think about some of these things so the people that are left when you are alive uh, can just kind of take care of that stuff without
1: any worry or stress or concern. So would you say we're going to talk about the rules of death?
2: Oh, good. Okay, great. Yes. So, also, another really fun thing that I want people to look into, and I'll just start it with this, because they're really lovely people. There's death
1: doulas now.
2: Oh, shoot. That's a... a, Yep. Yes, that's a thing that you get get into.
0: Tiki-taki
1: taught me that. Oh, yeah. That's (laughs) Tiki-takis, Reiki does that, that. too. Reiki masters will also do Mm -hmm. the same thing. Mm -hmm. My Reiki master, that's what she does sometimes. She goes to retirement homes and does that whole thing.
2: Yeah, that's really interesting. And I think... um, I think, like, something that's interesting about that is it's a person, like, because there's doulas for being birthed. And so I would imagine leaving this plane is probably just as weird and crazy. So it's nice Mm. to just have somebody that, like gets it and knows about stuff
0: that can just help everybody around. See, I like to believe, did you guys ever see that show, it only had three seasons, Dead Like Me? Yes. Oh my God, I genuinely want to believe that there's that, there's that kind of thing where it's like there's grim reapers, but Mm. they're just like normal people who you see every day Mm -hmm. and that right before you die, they come and take your soul out of your body so it doesn't hurt and they're there to be like, hey, so you're dead this is what's going on. Here's some
1: help. It's really good. And they help them show. cross
0: over. Mm-hmm. And I think that's uh, just a cool concept. Yeah. Like that. Dead it's, Like Me. Check it out. It's so real, real it, yeah, good. that's like almost like as if, that's like the dead version of doulas. Of yes, doulas. yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. That's
2: totally that vibe. And I think I think that having that kind of thought about death, where it's like, I mean, we don't know what happens. So like, who knows what happens to you after? Like, I love that mm-hmm. discussion too, where it's like, who knows? Like, we, I love seeing that as opportunity, right? Like, mm-hmm. that me like, who, who knows what happens? What if I just, you know, like. What if I can only taste, like, delicious things in the ether for the rest of my life and my whole life? You know, what, is, what does life mean after that? And I know right. it can be really scary because we just don't have that tangible answer. And isn't it just so cool that there is an opportunity for good just as there is an opportunity for, like, n- it's nothing at that point, right? Mm-hmm. Like,
1: mm-hmm.
2: Um, so, yeah, so I wanted – but with all that aside um, – like, what, how does, I wanted to ask you guys, like, just in general, before we dive in on just, like, stuff we need, um, what is your, we'll go first, like, what is your view on death in general? Like, just an opinion on it could be short, doesn't have to be, like. Big. We'll get into stuff later, and then what is your opinion on death? <laughs> yeah. Why and then, are we having this conversation? Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> because because it's a Yeah, advantage. yeah. It um, yeah. can be short sure as that. It's like it's like a it's like a, like a pre sip. Like we're doing we're doing wine, right? So. Yeah,
1: that's true. That's why we we breast but breasted we breasted some wine. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we breasted some wine. Yeah. Jesus ain't got nothing on us. We yes. breast. We breasted him.
0: Yeah. The <laughs> so one time we knew what we were talking about before we got into the studio, yeah. so that's why we're like, ah, uh, this is. This is a wine over coffee yeah. discussion, yeah. so
2: we can do like, cause we'll do final sips, obviously. Oh, yeah. still okay.
0: This, but then we can just do pre pre sips. But what do you mean, like, Foreplay? what do I think happens when you die, or like, what That'll do be I the want? next question? Okay. Or what yeah. do I want to happen to my physical body?
2: Like, what is what do you think of first when you think of? We'll go because those will be, those will be more specific later. What do you think of first when someone just like the topic of death comes up? Like what. What is the first like couple thoughts that come to your mind? Mm. There's no wrong answers
0: to. It. I don't know if I want to talk about it. this. Is that's personal that's, on the air? Like you this? Don't like, have having to. Yeah, you don't have to. It, about oh, to it's yeah. Also, Kitty. Okay I don't talk know. About it. Okay, it's fine. Because you know what? It's important that we all like. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's one of those things where I avoid. I think of like, I want to think the best. I want to think all of these things, but my brain goes to. Or it's nothingness, and that's terrifying. But also, you won't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's well, mm. like before I was born, was I terrified? No. Mm. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, that's but, a really
2: interesting anchor for that. You, yeah, that's Didn't how, how I always thought like, it. Like, oh, it. Was like, oh that's yeah, that's just
0: what it would be. And I think the reason that I think this way is because I actually like it was a, a memory, one of those things. You know when your parents just say those things and they think that you didn't hear them but you totally heard it and it kind of fucked you up forever? Yeah. It's okay, my parents don't listen to this. My <laughs> sister does. Um, She'll be like, which which one was it? My dad, my dad had like very minor surgery and he was talking about anesthesia. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, when you go under anesthesia, it, you don't dream or anything. It's just like, you're dead. And I was like, oh. Oh. And for some reason, I was pretty young when that happened I don't remember my exact age but I was definitely in development and I was like oh oh my my dad just said that whoa right I know, and he's like the
2: smartest man you've ever he is my yeah, dad is a scientist person, and yes. he
0: is an incredibly smart man so yeah. for him to just be like yeah there's just nothing I'm just like <laughs> very passive because oh he's not God. scared he's just like it's cool like yeah. i live such a good life and then i'll just get to go sleep. kind of like how you feel about mm-hmm. it and I, but i'm like no that that fucks me up that fucks me up really bad that's Damn. so terrifying mm-hmm. but all, like but also you wouldn't you won't know
2: yeah and you're so young and you haven't had any life
0: experience yet so of course
2: that would be like the scariest fucking right. thing ever because right. he's so far fir- he's so
0: much further than you are so yes. saying it passively and my like, dad is deal. like much older like I was yeah. that late in life baby like I am okay. 35 my dad is in his 80s so it's always been a thing of like I don't know dad I'm much older and I have to protect you oh, that's <sighs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: and that's scary and also like
2: being so made aware of your mortality at such a young age must have been really fun. Yes, yeah because of I,
0: when I remember I remember having a conversation with my mother in her bedroom like I remember it and her being like well you know because my family's Jewish so she was like we don't believe in anything except heaven mm. um, like you're it's, you are a good person Love that. you are a, you have a good heart and therefore good things will come to you in the afterlife just be a good person and you will be fine. Mm. And that was what I first heard about it. So I was like, cool. I can definitely be a good person. Yeah. Like, happy to be a good person. Fuck yeah. And then a few years later, my, I remember just a few years later, my dad said that. And that stuck with me. Mm. And that has stuck with me forever. And yeah. I think that was a big part of, like, my anxiety is definitely all because of my fear of death. When you're mm-hmm. like, <gasps> and your brain goes to like yeah. immediately like, well, I'm going to die. And you literally have, I mean, anyone who's ex- experienced anxiety or especially panic attacks, things like that, like you really, really think you are going to die mm-hmm. in that moment. If you do that thing that scares you, mm-hmm. you will not survive it. Like, yeah. It, I can't, Yeah. I mean, I, you just can't explain it unless you live it. But I've lived that, been agoraphobic, agoraphobic for a little bit. Like it's, yeah. And it's all because you're so afraid of... The ultimate, which is, well, what if I'm gonna die? What if right. I die from this? Which is not necessarily something that even happened, but your anxiety brain will tell you it can. Mm-hmm. Especially when the
2: idea of that happening to you is like presented at such a young age in such like a passive way. So I can imagine, like, of course that would it was, like, yeah, very passive. Just like it's, it's cool. like that little seed got watered at like the wrong fucking time. Yeah, we will never forget it. <laughs> oh, that's the yeah, adults, man, like kids are always listening whether you think so or not. It's true. Mm-hmm. But damn, that's so interesting. So of course, yeah, that makes so much sense.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, um, the thing lash? that you said, oh, uh, the thing that you said about uh, what your dad said, um, the amnesia. Am- no, anesthetic. Anas- Anastasia. Anastasia. <laughs> Anastasia. Anastasia. Anastasia.
0: Anastasia. Anastasia, but Anastasia. Anastasia not. Anastasia. a sponsor. <laughs> no, not, not, not sponsor. yet. Please sponsor us. Yes. Yeah, oh, is. my
1: God. It's going to be all the sponsors this episode. Mm-hmm. But that made me think of dreaming. So when I uh, don't have a dream, sometimes I will wake up and go, that might be what death is like. The yes. nothing. That's your first thought. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> so my trigger anxiety is also death. I yes. have... Massive panic attacks about death, and uh, during COVID, um, I lived by myself. I was all alone, Bro. all alone oh with God. just my animals, and yep. sometimes could talk to friends and family, and sometimes not. And I would have massive panic attacks by myself in my house about death mm-hmm. and getting sick. Oh, I'm okay. I love um, you do <laughs> actually. I watched that um, the Bo Burnham special in- inside. Oh yeah. And uh, my partner... That's my stranger things. I won't watch it because
0: everybody told me to. Oh well, So I finally watched
1: it. My partner put it on and he was like, if it becomes too much, we'll turn it off. And I avoided it because I know exactly what was going through his head because I also lived a very similar thing. And I had a a couple breakdowns during Mm -hmm. that because those were all of my same sort of fears. And I had the most death panic attacks that I've had in the longest time during that COVID period when I was by myself. I don't think you were alone in that. Mm -hmm. I don't think so either. And I think that was part of the comfort is that I, I, when I got to the point where I could kind of focus again I knew that I wasn't alone Mm -hmm. in thinking that Um, when I was really really young my my uncle passed away who I'm named after Um, and I have very little memories of like being around him but I remember being around him before he died too when he was in the home and I feel like maybe that's where my fear started Mm. because I was exposed to death at a really young age and I didn't watch him die or anything but I knew well Uncle Nick was there and now Uncle Nick is gone Mm -hmm. so like you know I kind of and everyone else is different and now. E- exactly. Everyone else is affected. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone else reacts yeah. different. And yeah. I would wake up in the, in the night as a young girl and, like, cry. And i go and find my mom and I would just be crying. And it was because I was having death panic attacks. And I think that's why I'm fascinated by death because it scares me so much. Mm-hmm. And starting to kind of yeah, come to more terms about what it might be like. It could be this and this, but also everything. And there's a really great um, movie called um, – um, Oh, what is it called? Living living Wake? Waking Life. It's called Waking Life. And it's an animated movie. But it is about death. And in this, the, the, the main character has died. But your brain stays alive for even just seconds. But those seconds, because time is something we made up, can be a whole other lifetime. Mm-hmm. Or then some. And that's kind of what's happening in this story. And there's little things that you can pick up on that are showing you this isn't the life you had before. Mm. So, like, there's a character whose button constantly changes every time it goes back to him. Mm. And that's one of the things you know, Mm. which are also sometimes things we talk about glitches in the Matrix. Oh, yeah, the Mandela effect. Exactly. Yeah. So it's interesting to think about that. Like, But is it that or is it another lifetime you're living in your brain and that's what it is Mm. and you're actually dead? But you're constantly going in this loop because the brain is a fascinating thing and a second can literally be Years. Years and years and Lord, years. if
0: we're all strapped up like in the Matrix? Yeah! You know what? All a simulation. Who knows? Dude, it's I don't sick. know. There's all a bunch of stuff about... when well, I' we're getting really odd we out of Guys, okay. Tell me if we live in a simulation or not. You're telling me that my little Kia Soul can drive in the same lane, and I barely... I feel like I'm filling up the whole lane in a lane of traffic. I think I've said this to you before. Yes. But, but buses <laughs> with, with four seats and an aisle in the middle of them also fits... Uh, in the same lane. We're in a simulation. i sorry. <laughs> I don't buy it. I, I don't buy it. And, of course, Terry it. was like, well, you know, the way it's, uh, uh the weight is like, distributed. I was I'm like, "Try oh, to have five <laughs> just, 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 let me have this. Let's, let magic
2: be, could you just, just let magic be real for just be a be minute,
1: it. yeah. So, Brenna, that those are our thoughts on mind. death.
2: <laughs> I love that. No, that's great. Was that, um, that was... I really like hearing these stories because then it just kind of like you were just saying, like, I think that's where my fascination from true crime came from. And I'm like, well, yeah. And also there's all that stuff with the brain where Mm -hmm. we're like, it's like we're learning so that we can be aware of later or like picking up signs. And like, we're Mm -hmm. so fascinated by the um, by the people that committed the crimes because we like want to know why that like sometimes we even just lose track of the victim because we're like so fascinated with the with the criminal or what you know whatever we mm-hmm. want to call it the perpetrator just whatever but we're so fascinated with that because we just need to know for ourselves it's a it's a survival um, mm-hmm. technique mm-hmm. um that's like uh same as like the the bystander effect this is a little bit off track off track but the bystander effect is um there is that is one thing but there's like a bunch of different things of why people don't stop and or why people don't say something and we can say that it's the bystander effect but a lot of it's like self-preservation because they're afraid of what will happen to them if they help somebody mm. so it's like there's a lot of that going on too i think people just don't want to be that person so they like to won't be honest about it sometimes which i think mm. is fine like your body first goes oh i gotta take care of me to keep going <laughs> i want to keep doing this so yeah. um so anyways um We, that was like the first kind of step. You have to have the conversation and like communicate, like talk about end of life and what you think death is. Um, What is, just next question, fun, fun thing. What do you want to happen to your awesome fucking corpse when you're, when you're dead? Uh, I, can, I can go first. To say, I can, I can okay, go, go first. So, like, I, feel
0: I like, know what Brenna wants. Yeah, yeah I know. Gonna, I'm going to tell everyone <laughs> what <laughs> Brenna wants when we get to her. And you yeah. tell me if I'm right. Okay,
1: good. <laughs> uh, I feel like it's changed over the years, right? You cool. kind of go through these things where you think it's only one way, and then you realize you can do other things. You can become a tree. You can have a funeral. Yeah, science, You can man. get cremated. Yeah, all these things. And, and the newer thing that I've started to see is like that, what is it called? Um, composting, human composting? Yeah. 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 Because I've always wanted to go back to the earth, right? Whatever that, mm-hmm. that means. Um, use your body for good. Recycle. <laughs> Recycle, everyone. I think um, there's, the,
2: the, there's a place in Maine that does Yes, I think looking. that's the one I
1: looked yeah, at. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. So human composting is the thing that I, I think would be awesome. Just becoming, becoming things. Oh, yeah. yeah, why yeah. not? Yeah. yeah.
0: Yes, I love that. Um, I haven't ever thought about this seriously. Yeah. Um, there's so many options. My joke that I always tell everyone that's like kind of serious but kind of not is that if Terry and I were to buy the plot that we're on, the l- plot of land that we live on right now, um, we would have enough room for a family. Cemetery. Mm. Um, and I i mean, I've always thought that was kind of cool, like houses where you have, you yeah. know, like, I mean, it's kind of Norman it's Batesy. Cool. But like, yeah, and your whole family, it's a history, right? Mm-hmm. And you can visit everyone and they're right there. And I thought that was really cool. Um, apparently, you have to have, what is it? I think it's that you have to have a body embalmed in order to bury it on personal yeah cause, land cause Cause of the land water stuff yeah right yeah because it'll seep in and all of that because mm-hmm. we were like oh it'd be kind of cool to just we also thought of just like we can just bury each other like on the land because it's our land and we do whatever that we want human compost yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, I, but that's what I was saying is yeah. my next one I also thought of in a actually kind of serious way was what you said is that I would like it to be like or the, they turn you into a tree, and the trees go all over our property, yeah. which then gets passed down through generations, and Aww. it's like, this tree is your great-grandfather, mm-hmm. and this tree is his father, and this tree, you know what I mean? Like That's mm-hmm. that's cool to yeah. leave just a natural legacy, yeah. something like that, that it's like, who knows? And then many years down the road, eventually, you would probably have someone that doesn't even know, but your I there, think yeah. your energy would kind of be there, and yeah. it would be kind of a cool... That's awesome. Thing. I like that. Um, but in a very serious note, I have absolutely no idea. Yeah, that's mm. fair.
2: Um, you know what I want to do.
0: Yeah, so Brenna. <laughs> okay. So Brenna has said this numerous times that mm-hmm. she's like. make sure um, everybody remembers. Yeah, I want you to take my body, throw so, it through the window, window of a, of a university. university. <laughs> I love that we could say this. Yeah. Like she's oh, said yeah. it so many times. So many times. throw it through yeah. a window mm-hmm. and, like, leave a note, like, tied to me that just says, like, <laughs> do what you want you're welcome it's your, yeah. problem, it's your now. problem now yeah, yeah exactly yeah. donate to science donate me yeah. to science but not in like a, just throw me in yeah i don't want you to because her thing is she doesn't want you to spend money she's mm-hmm. like i don't want you to come don't. get my body and all the shit and yes. like donate it and have this person pick it up no just put it in your car mm-hmm. stick it in your trunk throw it through a window. Make sure nobody <laughs>
2: catches you because then they'll try to try you on some stupid charge about it's, desecrating a dead body. Yeah. Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, like, I'll have the note that'll say, right. please don't I have a try. note from Brenna yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It says signed. I'm supposed to it's do that. It's signed, signed and, and notarized. notarized.
0: <laughs> I mean, shit.
2: <laughs> yeah, like, I just, I don't want anyone spending money because it is super expensive. We'll kind of talk about it today, too. Like, it's just so fucking expensive and mm-hmm. it's just, like, funerals cost so much and, like, it's... And it's an industry that like, you know, I get it. They're, they. I get it. I get why we've had uh, funeral homes and all this stuff for a long time, and also it is like a business, Mm -hmm. and they are trying to make money. So they're gonna upsell you, yeah, Yeah. upsell you like on materials in these caskets that like are so unnecessary, Mm -hmm. and like no, your dead body is not gonna care about the velvets and the silks. Mm -hmm. And listen, I understand that there are cultures that believe in this, like to, to, and I'm not trying to speak against. Those cultures. I'm speaking about the culture that spends stuff on funeral homes where they upsell you on you know bullshit. Like you yeah. don't need. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Like you know, I, it's not about taking it to yeah. the next life or anything like that. It's yeah. just about upselling you. Because
2: yeah. this is about like the one of the biggest things you want to talk about with like death and death in general and being a being a vessel that eventually moves on to other shit is that like you gotta be like you got to do what you want to do, right? Because someone's going to speak for you at some point if you don't, like, list this out and make this choice and think about it. Mm-hmm. And, like, granted, you're not around anymore, so it's not like it's not like you're going to be upset by it, but you don't want your family to get manipulated into anything. Like, anyone that has to mm-hmm. deal with your body, like, you just don't want anyone to get manipulated into anything that you would have been, like, no, like, mm-hmm. all about, you know? Right. Because, like, you can just set them up to do, you know, if you want a fucking awesome casket that's like Hello Kitty imprinted and dope as fuck. Do make it. Just make sure you know that so that you can request that because mm-hmm. then you're going to be thrown in some, like, you know, box or, you know, God mm-hmm. forbid, donated to science <laughs> in, an, in an informal way. Illegally donated. Yes. Illegally donated. <laughs> because I also saw that there's a company that makes D20s out of uh, old yes. bones that don't get used anymore because oh. they've been marked up so much. And I was like, yeah, just let me carry on and become a bunch and of that's things. that's cool. Mm-hmm. But don't sell me to a body farm or any of that kind no. of stuff because they'll just take
0: your money.
1: Yeah. They'll yeah. just,
2: they'll
0: take your money. Mm. Actually, that is something, just being a body farm, legitimate body farms, oh, yeah. I found really interesting. That would be a cool, like, donate my body to science, let it sit outside and let the elements take oh, it yeah. and let scientists and let write down, yeah, and yeah. learn about what happens. Yeah. I mean, it would be cool to have my physical body do something cool. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then I wouldn't mind there being, like, a little plaquey plaque somewhere or something. Like, yeah. I'm going to haunt every theater I've ever been to. Yeah. It's inevitable. So, I mean, uh, uh that, sh- what's that uh, Canadian television show, um, Slings and Arrows, oh. where they donate his, he wants his head when he dies, he wants it donated back to the theater so that they'll do Hamlet with it. Ah! Mm. That's great. <laughs> and and they do. And then he haunts the theater. Ah! It's pretty cool. Hell yeah. I'm not giving anything away that's like the first that's episode. Like, about, I yeah. like it. <laughs> but it's a very good show. But yeah, so
2: that's, it's an important conversation to have. And it's interesting to talk about because there's so many options and like, you know, you... The people that are left over, the ones that have to deal with it. So, like I'm, you know, I'm thinking about all these cities now that have like overflowing, like graveyards and shit yeah. like that and like, like we're like Louisiana when the mm. when the hurricane hit and there, there were graves that weren't completely and the bodies were oh my goodness so what a time yeah, yeah. so I mean they already made theirs
0: above land for that reason right. but it still wasn't enough uh, no. so yeah
2: so it's it's something like you just it's good to talk about it's good to know what your options are too there's so many different things that you can do with your body I love the Viking thing where they fucking shoot narrow an and just oh burn that's you. what Terry that's wants cool. that's dope yeah, it's yeah. sick as fuck yeah. and I'm like it's
0: what on
1: Lake Mead what yeah, are we gonna we're do you <laughs> better do it fast because we're not going to have a lake yeah. He'll just Duty be another Jachusi body pool. in
0: Lake Mead yeah. and it won't even matter. He'll just right.
2: be a statistic. That's Gross. funny. Um <laughs> it'll be on your guys's pool like just jump. <laughs> and like well, it's, just, it's pretty close to the, the house. The but yeah, it's fine. So I like, was really proud of that spot. Yeah. There's this really <laughs> interesting um, show on Netflix. It's a, a reality show called The Casketeers, I think. Oh, yeah. You've talked about that. Yeah. This. They're mm-hmm. from New Zealand, and they're a lovely family, and they do end-of-life services. And the, they have a Maori, um, like like – whole ceremony and stuff and they do the, like some of them will do like the haka or something similar mm. to the haka and it's like so beautiful. It is really interesting to watch what other cultures do with mm. death. Like it can turn into a whole party. Like, you know, there's some villages where they'll dance with like the body like for so long or like mm. even in New Orleans I was they have say, a whole New parade. I saw one yeah. of those when we were there for oh, our yeah. friend's
0: wedding. It was really cool to see. Yeah. Mm. So
2: there's like, it's when you die, like it's not for you anymore. You're kind of giving the gift to, like everyone else to like party about it. Mm. I think another thing that I've said, I think we've seen a. Tweet Tweet where I'm like, just take. If I only barely knew you, like if you're listening to this right now, you've never met me, you're probably this is the first episode. Take, tell them your friend died and take the day off work. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like let me yeah, be yeah. that
0: excuse for you. Yeah, let
2: me just just let. I don't care. I don't know. Like just just do that because I'm not around. Like, but I want you to have a good
0: time while I'm gone. Yeah like, like, yeah, like take the day off. Make it a Friday or a Monday, baby. I don't give a shit. Honestly, <laughs> if Brenda ever died, it would just be all of us sitting at her funeral going. Yes, so <laughs> are just making fart noises just and then everyone, making each other
2: laugh. Everyone gets the, the Flarp stuff. Yeah, and yeah. they'll all have to sit there in silence, like, <laughs> making farts. I'm sorry, but... So, no, of course. Yeah, that's it. Just a silent... <laughs> church like you know i don't really want
0: like a formal funeral and, like a funeral home but yeah. you still book it because you just know that i would laugh so hard yeah if i, was, like, I if would, I, I, would rig, I would rig your casket so when we if, we if we were to do something like that it would open and make a fart sound. yeah <laughs> <laughs> it would <just> be ridiculous <laughs> yeah <laughs> so uh so certain
2: things like so we talked about just like the idea of what we'd want or what what is available to all of us there um but when we do when we do die do-do-die. When we do-die. Um, when <laughs> do, we do-die. Do, die, do-die. Um, all, all the do-die do, die day. day. <gasps> Aww. Aww. So, <laughs> so there's a certain list of things that you want to have together. Um, so that will be a will, a living will, life insurance, um, money, personal details, and personal items. So I quickly just kind of looked up um, the difference between, like, a last will and a living will. Your last... Um, a last will is uh, what you choose who you want to inherit your property after you pass away. And a living will is you outline your preferences about future healthcare treatments in case you're ever unable to communicate your wishes to doctors and I loved see. ones. Yeah,
0: that's the one that we were recently going over with my aunt. Yes. So it was kind of like, if I am incapacitated you can now make decisions for me or you yeah. can decide what happens to this, that, and the other mm-hmm. or, or, like, how my bills get paid. That, too. Mm-hmm. That's a big thing, too. So there's, um, there's this really cool
2: book. It's called The Big Book by Eric Dewey. Um, I'm going to link that in our stuff. And it's literally, like, this book of, like, everything that you would need like you'd obviously lock this in a safe but it's like your personal information if there's any adoption information about your parents medical information allergies it's everything they have things about your current resume employment history your military history just anything that would possibly be about you um including like where your important documents are located, like your passports and your social security cards and all that stuff, an emergency plan for, like, whatever reason. They have it pretty specific. Um, Travel information, taxes, like, all that stuff that has, like, passwords and everything else. Mm -hmm. Um, It's all in one, like, book so that if something were to ever happen and they had to, like stop your bills or like anything Mm -hmm. like that for you you literally have the passwords because sometimes they're shitty about that especially if you're doing it early and they need an end of life like like it's like a declaration of end of life like Mm -hmm. death certificate Mm -hmm. if they can't get a hold of that and you don't have like a password it's a total pain in the ass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So
0: it's just easier to be That's like... That's the same with uh, and maybe I'm getting ahead of myself, mm. but with the if I go missing kind of thing, it's yeah. like um, you should give people your password specifically to your phone, like my, like my mm. T-Mobile password, right? Because if I am missing but not necessarily found yet, they need to know, like, we can ping your phone, we can look up all your yeah. records, yeah. but we can only do that with your password mm-hmm. and with all of this. Otherwise, the police can eventually get it, but by that time it will take so long mm-hmm. that it could really make a big difference yeah so that's why they're like let people into your shit make sure they have the passcode to your phone like it's Mm -hmm. important um,
2: yeah, so that you, that's exactly it. And that's like that's like just one of the things that you want to have in this book if you want. Or even just like a quick sheet. You can even just do like a one sheet like emergency thing for mm-hmm. like, you know, like the, the very big typical things like your cell phone and like um, Apple IDs. Like mm-hmm. those are important. Like because you just sometimes I know that like when stuff's missing, it's easier if you have an Apple ID like to find all your stuff like that. And um, those are super important to have just in like a one sheet or even like a post-it that's in a folder that you have in a safe or something. Something, you know, mm-hmm. you just want to have that information somewhere available, because you know when you pass or if you're really sick like they're saying here like and choices are being made for you or like people are struggling and you're not like capable of being like it's in the thing if it's just in one safe spot like that's going to help you out because then mm. you'll end up you won't be like me or like other people I know my age where like you left your passport your like your parents have a safe and so you've kept important things in there and you have a social security card in there but her, your passport's probably in this other thing like just put it all in place why do you know st- <laughs> my whole life <laughs> <laughs> like the important Things you put in the safe. <laughs> I'll keep yeah. the other shit I it's might need. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Nope, nope, nope. So, um, so, so another thing that you want to do, um, this is your money, your personal like living will, uh, life insurance. So, if you do have any life insurance, like they always say, um, with this whole spiel i'm giving you you're gonna want to talk to like an estate attorney at some point because this is like legal stuff you Mm -hmm. know so you want to make sure that like your life insurance will pay out to the right people that all that shit's going to be covered um life insurance also will cover like you know funeral costs and all that stuff too sometimes like uh like or just it depends if that's part of your like deal but like there's certain things that life insurance will pay for and it'll pay out but it's like you need to make sure it's going to the right person and that Mm -hmm. you have those people listed um because then it just who knows what's Gonna happen. It gets given to like someone weird, or you know, a lot of times like employment offices will also have a thing where it's like, fill out this thing in case you die before your last paycheck is mm. in, so that we can send your money to your next. <laughs> it's morbid as
1: fuck.
0: I know uh, I you die still, on the
1: job. It's no big deal. like uh, what's morbid as fuck is when you work on a cruise ship and you have to read about how you could die at sea and um, what's gonna <gasps> happen to your money and stuff. That's morbid. That's that was Ooh, a hard just part go, to go. Does it just go back to the ship to the coast? <laughs> yeah, well, like, well you have to like fill out this thing mm-hmm. about like where it's gonna go and stuff usually it's like your parent or whatever yeah. mm-hmm. depending on how old you are but it was like that was really scary to read because the first thing that I had read that was like that where mm-hmm. it's like oh my god if I die at sea on this contract <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. so much money goes to my family to help pay for medical things mm-hmm. like it was it was pretty crazy to read
2: I would imagine that they would do that just to also avoid any like legal mm-hmm. like someone suing
1: them it's like you automatically get paid out Like <laughs> well yeah know. and also because uh, being on the ship at sea you have you're under a whole different set of laws, oh, too. yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Maritime, International. maybe. national waters.
2: But... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so then there's that so you want to do your life insurance have all that in order um, money so obviously having um, knowing where your money is going to go afterwards as well and this is stuff that like estate lawyers are so fucking dope at um, and then personal details and personal items so that would also help with that big book that I'm going to link with this it's that's the personal details is what you were saying that book that you were talking about it's essentially like that here's like, all my
0: passcodes this, here's, here's all the shit you're going to need Yeah. Uh,
2: addresses I've been at like other places like whatever cool The my animals info when to feed them all that kind of mm. stuff. It also mm. has that in there too, like what to do with my pets. I've seen something around a couple times that you should keep on your person somewhere, like a little thing that says when your animals need to get fed or if they need any meds. Because then, if something ever happens to you and they find your bag, they'll like have that as a notice to oh, come get your animals. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's a thing that you can add into that. Just to make sure everyone's taken care of, all that good stuff, and personal items. Um, a lot of people, like when you come up with your estate, is you have to like itemize a bunch of stuff. You don't have to do everything um, because some shit's just gonna be whatever but your really important stuff or things that you really want to make sure goes to somebody and it could be and it doesn't matter anybody and it, these there's things that you can change you just have to go through and make sure it's not sure you start everything. it's like
1: a draft You first draft
2: yeah yeah, yeah. If, as soon as you write all this stuff out you don't have to like commit to it right away it's just sometimes nice to write it out and take a look and be like whoa yeah me um so those personal items things that you're like I need to make sure that this necklace goes to blah you know so mm-hmm. it's that stuff too so uh, after that, this is where, like, the, the goofy, like, non-fun stuff is brought in. Review titles for assets and beneficiary designations. Some assets can be passed directly to your designates without going through probate. So all of this is, like, if you have – I'll link this um, really awesome – whole huge like list of what to do and what you need to do when you're planning for end of life it's from the this personal finance thing on reddit and they did a really good job and i like cross-referenced it with a bunch of things and it's pretty it's pretty complete so that was that's why i was like i think this just needs to be said and then people can check it out when they need like more details and it's got a bunch of links to like very particular what everything is which is super helpful um so when you're going through like your assets um there's certain states that don't do the transfer on death titles. Let me find this real quick. They It's something worth co- community property states, um, a community property means that spouses who acquire property during marriage own property equally 50-50. So there's some states where they mm. don't have that. Um, the ones that they do, uh, community property states include Arizona, California, Idaho, Louisiana, Nevada, New Mexico, Texas, Washington, and Wisconsin. So that's where they have the property state thing, the that the uh, spouse who acquires property
0: during the marriage owns it half. Hmm. So, what you're saying is if, okay, so I'm getting married, and then after we get married, if Terry buys a property, mm-hmm. I just automatically now. Yes. Yep. Dope. That's what that community, <laughs> community thing, yes. So, you have to Dope. like determine
2: if that's the case based on where the, the state is that you're, you know, uh, creating all these, like uh, listing all these assets. Mm hmm. Um, yeah, you catalog your financial, wait, hold on, this is, for example, um, in states which permit transfer on death titles, you can title your house, vehicle, or financial accounts to pass directly to a designated person or organization without going mm-hmm. through po- probate. And um, Let me just make sure, because probate, do,
0: do, yeah, That's like Lizzie Borden was like, give all my money to the Animal Foundation. Fuck humans. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yep. yeah. Yeah, so, do, do, do
2: probate is a legal process for reviewing the assets of a deceased person and determining inheritors. So, when you pass something without having to go through probate, probate's like an extra step of like someone taking the time to like go through what all of that like cool, you told me that this is what it is. Probate is just to triple check and double check all of it and then I have to it's like a whole other process, so it just it mm. just elongates it Mm -hmm. I mean obviously for like big crazy things you'd want it to go through that second check but for certain things that you know it would just be going to charity or whatever like it's just my car it's going to go to charity or something Um, you can uh, pass for you can do the, the transfer of death titles on those so it's just a title you can take out on your automobile.
0: I think oh. that's what happened after, because my uncle had, like, literally bought a car and and then fell ill immediately and then died very shortly oh. after. Like, oh, there was no mileage on this car. Mm. And we were like, kid, what do we do with it? Can we give it to some I think he ended up selling it to, like, privately. Right. But, uh, but it was one of those things like, what do we, who do we, yeah. what do we... I don't need it. What now? <laughs> yeah. What do we do with this?
2: Yeah. Um. So that helps with that. I mean, other than just like leaving the title there and then being like, "Great, I guess I'll sign this over." But you, you know, I get it. But um, so do Additionally, so you also want to make sure um, you on the same thing. And this is all like stuff that you're gonna go through with the um with the estate attorney um like this is a person that you're coming to to fill all this stuff out um you also want to make sure that your bank accounts retirement and pension accounts and securities uh can they can be treated similarly so you can put them on transfer on death titles where if it's going to go to somebody then fine but if um but otherwise they need to come in with the uh, i'm going to get into this later but a certificate of death to be able to like release that stuff Mm -hmm. but if you just fill out the paperwork beforehand then it'll just go to them right after. I see. do 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 Transfer on death titles does not change the dis- uh, disposition of the assets as long as you remain alive, so consider it for your assets. So, like, you can change it anytime if, you feel- if you're alive. And it is
0: important to do this because, actually, when I was at the bank talking to uh, them about, with my aunt's information and all the stuff, she was mm-hmm. saying that there was this woman who kept coming in, trying to get into a... Um, she needed something that would... Uh, what was it? She thought something was in a. Um Safety, Safety deposit, deposit box. box. Mm. And so she kept coming back and they're like, I'm sorry, like, until you have that certificate of death, we can't let you in. We can't let you into it. And it was something she, I think it was like her passport or something. She was like, I think it's in there. But it was her mother's and her mother was incapacitated oh. and she didn't have the rights to it. And so she had to wait and wait and wait. And eventually her mother did pass and then she brought in the death certificate and then they were able to open it and there was nothing in it. Oh my God. Oh. Yeah. So it's just another thing of like, don't, don't put your loved ones through that. Yeah. Yeah. Don't yeah. put
2: your loved ones through that. when you, you don't have to. With, when you work with the, State attorney, become uh come up with the letter of instruction, and that's like what you're gonna that's that's the catalog of your life and write up. That's what that's called a letter of mm-hmm. instruction, just to be like, This is whatever, this is where everything's literally, supposed to go. Yeah, yeah,
0: literally, my aunt has like a whole beautiful packet. Yeah, it has everything. What's again, what to do with their animals, who Smart. gets what, passwords to everything, who has the other spare keys to her house, like mm-hmm. what neighbors have what. I mean, it, it really is beautiful and then she's just told a couple of us where it lives in her house so mm. you know if and when whatever happens just go get this and everything is there for you because yeah, because she did great. do it the right way she has like gone through a lawyer and done all of that and it was super sad and morbid and I, it really messed me up to even talk about it and they kept being like hey we need to come sign this and come sign this and I'm like no 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 because no, no, I don't ever want to think about my aunt dying like that's terrible but it is important and that's yeah. why I kept saying like this is important and if this is going to make her feel better about like okay everything is Taking care taken care of, of yeah. that, I can just live my life and be happy then like yeah I want to do that for you yeah. and so. also like
2: you can what's great is once you do it like you can then also live your life and be happy like knowing mm-hmm. that this part like it is what it is you know but now they're just it's something that's going to remove so much stress in the long run because um because if you were able to like write where you want everything, like, in the letter of instruction, if you're able to write, like, what accounts you want stuff to be paid from, like, that's, like, Mm -hmm. all that important stuff, too, because you don't want to, like, drain something that was going to go towards something else down the run or you know whatever mm-hmm. okay so you want to have that letter of instruction in case you get sick as well that's kind mm-hmm. of like a good thing for that mm-hmm. is that good thing too um, they can also help track down cl- and claim assets that you may be entitled via legitimate sources like the USA government and there's a mi- missing money site so it's good to like check on ant- those yeah. things I'll put those links also um, but it's good to check on that stuff because there might just be shit that like now that you're thinking about it at one point my life's gonna be over you can go like wait a minute I'm if I'm seem- seem leaving any money on the table like before I got yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, hold on a second. Like, So it's good to, like, check on all that extra leftover shit because sometimes, like, weird, le- like, checks will show up in the mail for people that are deceased. And it's like, this was eight cents. I don't understand. Like, so yeah. weird. Um, so, yeah. So that's all of you organizing your financial affairs, power of attorney documents. That's very important in case anything happens. This is all stuff that's going to go in your big, crazy book. Um, you want to make sure that there's someone that you trust that's going to be permitted to, like, make decisions and it's not even just power of attorney to like unplug her you know it's not that kind of thing it's just someone that can make the decision for like well this is the life this is what this is and here we go and she wants this to be paid from here and this like she Uh wants this kind of funeral and she said to keep this and donate her organs and all that kind of stuff in case anything happens um so, organize your family power. Oh, yeah. Your power of attorney um, is different because that's what you're going to happen. That's what you have when you're alive. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But it ceases upon death. So, as soon as you die, that person that w- became your power of attorney is not that anymore mm-hmm. because you're dead now. And that has to go. <laughs> so, everything goes to um, your beneficiary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that all goes to the next person. So power of attorney is not the person that gets all like gets the control of everything when you
1: die. I think that's something that doesn't get brought up. <laughs> I think it doesn't get brought up. No, yeah. they just think everything's taken care of, and it's yeah. like, no,
2: because when you die, they're like, that power of attorney over what? Right. Like, they're dead now. Makes sense. Yeah. So um, power of attorneys come in a few varieties that you should know about. There's durable, general, financial, and health care, and combinations thereof. So know your options and set up what is right for you. Uh, consider who directs this and how you want your financial affairs handled if you are incapacitated. Since medical care costs can have significant impact on your financial affairs, consider also how you want your end of life care handled. Mm -hmm. Evaluate the benefits of a living will, which is what I explained earlier. Consider directive and medical power of attorney. Those are things you want to think about. That's that person where you're like, I'm really sick. This person gets to make choices while I'm super sick. Mm-hmm. Um, assess details carefully, like who can access safe deposit boxes if you can, can't get physically get into a bank. Mm-hmm. Um, evaluate your survivor's needs for replacement income if you provide support to them. Uh, life insurance can provide some financial security in the event of a financial supporter's death. But you have to set that up beforehand, obviously. Right, right. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: A lot of this is just, you know, you got to be super careful because if you just take care of this all now, like you were talking about the book that your aunt had, that Mm -hmm. like, that just makes so much sense. Like, Mm -hmm. because it can just live, you know, people can have their like wedding planning binder and their funeral planning binder. Literally, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. It's
0: literally a, whoop, I died. Here Mm -hmm. you go. Here's everything in a nice binder just for you. Mm -hmm. Literally, they were like, she was like, take this whole thing to my lawyer or yeah. take this whole thing to the bank mm-hmm. and they
1: will take care of it. Shablam, yeah. yeah. cool. It's the handbook I'm recently deceased.
0: A- A- Yay. Yeah. the handbook <laughs> that is I I'm, I'm recently, recently deceased. deceased.
2: Yes. Oh, I love that. <laughs> that's funny. Um it's brilliant. So, that's <laughs> I important. i like I'm going to title mine
1: that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm
2: me recently deceased. <laughs> Uh, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Great. <gasps> right. oh shit. Yeah. Here we Shut go. it down. We gotta uh, go <laughs> play the music. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Um, so yeah, so uh, with all that, after you've gotten all those like, you know, paper things, all of your assets, all that kind of shit in that book, you also want to do like funeral planning. And we already talked about how there's like so many cultures that do really awesome shit. And like, you just kind of see what's right for you. Um, this so that you guys know, the average funeral cost is between eight thousand and ten thousand dollars. Uh, But there are many other options which can either save money um, or make a funeral quite expensive. You can go one way or the other. It's like a wedding. You can either elope or you can have a big crazy, you know, like Four Seasons Ritz-Carlton craziness. Yeah, and Mm -hmm. all are correct. Exactly. There's no wrong way to do it. It's your fucking body. It's your body. Um, so you also have the option to provide funds and instruction to your survivors as part of your end of life planning so be careful not to over specify your plans since meeting very specific criteria can increase costs so that's like if you mm-hmm. you know I have to have green M&M's I must have yeah. a mahogany box yeah, yeah 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 it's in like, my rider right it's yeah in, like,
0: my death rider my, my death, death rider. rider that's what mine's my gonna rider, on my rider dyer <laughs> i just spit out her coffee <laughs> my madness is just gonna be like a, a big black book that just is my death Death Rider. Yeah. My Death Rider. My Rider or... <laughs> My Rider of Death. Um,
2: so, yeah, so don't be, you know, be, be flexible. Um, so, um, Economical options are available via military burials for qualified U.S. service members and their spouse, body or organ donation for medical or scientific purposes. We talked about that. A green or natural burial, uh-huh. and the direct burial without a service. Um, that's usually just they you give it to the people and they take care of it for you and do the burial. Mm-hmm. Um, so certain federal laws provide for consumer protection. State laws provide various additional protections. So there's like a bunch of different stuff. You want to look up in your state, kind of like what you were saying. Like you can't just bury a dead body on your land because there's all the stuff. So right. you just want to make sure rules. There there's are you rules. can yeah, yeah, you serial can, killers. Yeah, there's, true. there's rules, there's rules. Yes. Oh, so
0: disrespectful to the rules. <laughs> they are.
2: So and as I said earlier, like and like I'm reading off of this really awesome uh, resource that I found and that I will that I will share and that you guys will see the links that go into really specific things. I just kind of wanted to take the time to like we have the discussion about it and like figure it out together. But you want to make sure that you take this information uh when consult with an estate attorney, a fee-only financial advisor. Um and or both of those to make these plans, like financial advisors and stuff. You just want to bring this to somebody. Um, But don't like don't try to use this podcast as like the right. Like, I'm going to just follow the podcast and do everything there. Oh, no, talk- we are just yeah, no. three
1: girls who like, talk about yeah. stuff. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. this is
2: just I wanted to have the conversation because we talk so much about death and about, you know, people that are like. Left over after death. And, Mm -hmm. like, we talk about a bunch about the person that does the crime because that's, like, what the episode's titled. You know, we got to talk about Mm. the person, the star, right? Like, so it's just interesting thinking about the things that we don't talk about. Like, what happens after you find like what happens after someone else dies which we'll get into another episode Mm -hmm. i just thought maybe this one would be really good to just talk about what you can prepare and feel empowered like you're in control of what happens to you from Mm -hmm. womb to tomb baby like Mm -hmm. get in there and like think about it because like you it's like i don't know for me death for me um because i didn't get to get into it for me my final sip oh great here it is (laughs) Is (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> is <laughs> death for me? Um, my my grandfather died when I was really young. Like my first um, understanding of death, and uh, they had a wake with his body there. And I remember um, my I wasn't I didn't really have a feeling about it. I just remember my mom being concerned that maybe I was scared. And she goes, uh, I think I said where's Grandpa? And she goes, um, he's everywhere now. Like she goes, hmm. he's over there, but that's not him. He's not in there anymore. This is for everyone else. But he's everywhere now. And I was like, oh. So, like, from that moment on, I went, oh, it's just a, cookie, okay, cool. So I just walked up, and I was totally fine looking at this dead body because I didn't have, there wasn't a connection there. I was like, all right, neat. Like, cool, great. They did a good job. I think I heard, like, a lady say that. And I was like, they did, not knowing, like, what that means. Like, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're like, wow, they did a really good job on him. And I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's very, I think his suit looked really nice, that kind of thing. Oh, mm-hmm. sure. So uh, it's always been, like, a separate, like, yeah, But I've also never understood why you have a wake like this people. I mean, I get it. You want to spend time with the person, the vessel. Right. Mm -hmm. But now after ever since my mom was like, they're everywhere now. I was like, oh, yeah, they are kind of like energy all Mm -hmm. over the place. Like it is what it is, you know. So that's how I feel about death. And I think when you learn more about just the things that happen, even just the dumb, stupid, like clinical legislative bullshit, like it kind of makes you feel a little bit more empowered because, like, it's inevitable. We all, if we all were born, we all get to die, too. We get to Mm -hmm. do both of those things. You don't just get to do one. What do you think you are? A special baby? Right. Because then you don't get to do death. What if
1: it's Sick. Yeah, what if, if it's, it's just like the coolest thing, dude? What if it's just <laughs> surfing, <laughs> surfing USA? USA. Yeah. So, well, so I think about this sometimes. So I have these flowers that are trying to grow in the in my backyard, and they'll bloom for a couple of days and then they die because it's too hot. And I think about that. Like the flower knows nothing about the scary things of death. that is or does it? We don't know. I mean, who knows? But like, I'll think about that with my animals. Like. What are the animals thinking? We don't know what they just bloom. They just you just bloom, mm-hmm. and it's, it's it could be a really beautiful thing, and it could be nothing, which also is a beautiful thing because then it's nothing. You don't know the difference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it is it is interesting, but it is scary. It is a trigger for my anxiety for sure. Yeah. Even to this day, I have the attacks less often, and it's easier for me to get out of them on my own now. But they do still happen, and I've kind of just embraced them, and I talk about them when they happen. I'll talk to someone about it just to be like, and this thing happened again. And it's cool because I brought myself out of it. And knowing stuff like this, I think, helps me get out of the attacks Mm -hmm. easier. So, like, this is stuff – that I avoid thinking about or talking about. My mom tries to bring it up a lot. And, and I Ugh. will talk about it. But it is, like you said, Amanda, it's scary. And it's, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to do it. It's also never brought up at the right time. Yeah. Like, you don't
2: ever get to just sit with your friends and drink a glass of wine and talk about what you need when you die. Mm-hmm. It's mainly, like, a parent is spooking you a little bit yeah. by saying, yeah. hey, it might be
0: time and you're like,
2: no, no, no what? No, 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 like, no, what? what? Yeah. It's, but it, is, it
0: is good to talk about it. And it's good to know other people are thinking about it. Like Because, okay, yeah. so with me, I will just, like, this, if you know Amanda Craft, all of a sudden we'll all be sitting in silence and you just hear <sighs> That means Amanda's probably having anxiety or a panic attack about something. And my mm-hmm. fiance has figured that out. So he'll be like, what's wrong? And I just said to him like do you ever just think about how you're gonna die one day and it freaks you out and he's like oh my god yes yes." Yeah. and I was like you do because my, my fiance is like the chillest yeah. dude in the world and he did lose his father at a very young age and when you talk to him about it it almost seems on the outside like it doesn't really affect him mm. so it was it was kind of a cool thing for me to be like oh yeah I think about that it's really fucking scary I'm like cool okay we all think about that right <laughs> like, okay yeah, we all yeah. are on that page because let's be real I don't really this has been such an eye-opening experience for me because I don't really think about the after death of like Mm-mm. what I should set up my fear is end of life oh yeah. my fear because it's the okay right like I'm in my mid-30s are you gonna have kids and we actually talked about like the only reason that really the only reason that I would want kids is because I don't want to die alone mm-hmm. right and that's not a good enough reason to have a child and that is not a pressure that you should put on another human being mm-hmm. period or yourself really. yeah. yeah but then you said something that really like made me feel so good when you were like, we'll just have, like, a dope-ass caretaker who will be part of our family, you know? like. And you're absolutely right, because if I did have a bomb-ass caretaker, I will treat them like family. They will become my friend, and we will have each other mm-hmm. like we're going to have a golden girl situation for sure mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. that's that's the kind of stuff that actually scared me is like well what's going to happen at the end am I going to be sitting in my bed alone like no we're going to be in a willy wonka bed where we're all in this one giant bed Pretty with much. some random kid that comes in and gives us chocolate and it's gonna be great <laughs> yeah there's this <laughs> random yeah. child that we've adopted and like allowed to be Hello. some scrappy young yeah uh, 100% yeah. Yeah, and cause cause... his name isn't charlie but we call him charlie yeah <laughs> like my name's
2: david um <laughs> shut up charlie <laughs> shut up charlie <laughs> <laughs> um, Um, But that's the thing is like uh, I my grandmother was in a home at one point because she just needed she needed all around the clock care. And we my we had like a whole schedule thing where like my aunt took a day, my dad took a day and I took a day. And like so three days out of the week, she was either being, you know, taken out to go do stuff or I would always bring in the food that's not boiled and has (laughs) salt in it. Like Mm -hmm. she would get a little bit of Chinese food, like, you know, just because they give they they try to like her your blood pressure and everything yeah. so you don't get, like, the best stuff all the time. So, like, I we tried to visit her as much as possible because we couldn't be with – we couldn't live with her or stay with her or anything. It's just something that happens. You know how many people I saw there that had children that just don't come see them? Yeah. Right. Like – Right. Like – just because you have children because you, like, you know, that's always an like, argument that gets brought up later. They'll be like, who's going to take care of you when you're old? I'm like, the lady that I pay mm-hmm. who's happy to do it because she's getting
0: paid, like, right. to do it. And will hang out with my family and become a part of my family. Yeah. Like there's some really cute, like, I don't get- Back to Tiki talkies But there's some really cute TikToks of, like, uh, this younger woman who's a caretaker. And she's always like, this is the dope-ass woman that I care for. And she's got some cool-ass stories. Yeah. Let's sit and talk to her. Yeah. And, like, Aww. their relationship gives me hope yeah. for the future.
2: I, I also had an ex-boyfriend who was um, had to take care of his grandfather um, as, like, he could live in the apartment with his grandfather be- for free because he was taking care of him. But he was very far along in his dementia like it was it was really rough and it was so stressful and it was so much pressure for him to have on himself to like take care of his grandpa to have like a roof over his head and he just wanted to live his life he was in his early 20s you know Mm -hmm. so it was like really rough to see that because like it takes a toll on your family and that's kind of what this discussion I really wanted to bring to the table is like we have to consider these things before we get there Mm -hmm. you know just so that it's not left to some grandson that like you barely know and that you Mm -hmm. barely remember and like you can't do anything about it like you know it's just not fair so it's just way better to just have all these things kind of thought about and discussed because man you want to be able to enjoy your life up until all that stuff Mm -hmm. so like if all this is your side of the street's clean like Mm -hmm. you already know how all this is going to go like it's way less stressful
1: yeah and like I guess my brain didn't really put the two and two together, right? Like, yeah, you do need to do this stuff. It's not mm. automatically done for you one yeah. day. You need to actually do it. Because mm-hmm. we don't talk about it. It's not something society readily talks about we all kind of we all have a collective like no let's not talk about it mm-hmm. let's not do that but we need to it's a good point good point to bring up and I mean shit, even at the beginning of this
0: episode I was like I don't know if I want to talk yeah, about this and exactly. it's like no this is exactly why
1: we need to talk yeah, about this because somebody thinking, needs
0: to fun and, and weird and, yeah and yeah. Yeah. I hope that someone is listening to this and being like cool that kind of gives me a little bit of like like a reassurance, or just like, yeah. cool, I'm glad that someone else talks about this. Or, yeah. thank you for, I'm like, really, Brenna, thank, thank you, you for teaching us. Yeah, this was sure. super yeah. awesome yeah. and very, important to learn yeah. and something that we don't all think about and we don't all talk about so thanks for bringing up the hard topic
2: yeah thank you yeah you're welcome i'm I'm just grateful you guys were down to listen to it i'm gonna make sure i, I put all these resources in the show notes and stuff too just because it's this was super thorough like like this thing was posted forever ago and it's all in like finance things so it's very like clinical and i so i was really appreciate that you guys were open to having the discussion and taking the clinical stuff and making it like you know, digestible, like by yeah. putting in your own experiences. And thank you for talking to me about it today because I know death can be a very personal thing and it is. It's um, it's funny. It's such a personal thing and it's also something everyone's going to go through. Yeah, You know, it's like, yeah. you know, like, so it's funny. It's a very, it's a universal experience and it's so personal at the same time. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's okay to talk about because it's different, weird and compelling and, like, happens to people who finally come upon dead bodies and we're just like, whoa, and, you know, Mm -hmm. it's just, it's a lot. So, um, the next time we talk about this, though, it'll just be about, like, what to do when someone else dies, which is just Mm -hmm. important because, you know, sometimes we're, it's the unfortunate experience of being either left with the, the, the hassle of taking care of everything after the fact and then mm-hmm. also like hospital stuff is so crazy when stuff happens at hospitals
1: so. Absolutely yeah. Yeah, yeah I watched my mom go through some different things when my stepfather passed <sighs> and then when my, my grandma my great aunt we called her grandma when she passed like mm-hmm. it was very different experiences but yeah she was the one who was left with all that stuff to do. Yeah mm-hmm.
2: so it's just nice to
1: like if you have all, a lot of it
2: like will be taken care of because we discussed what you would want to have like on your end before all this happened but mm-hmm. this will mainly go through like what to do if you don't have those things because sometimes like we just talk about death is scary and hard to talk about
1: yeah. um
2: and i think
1: it's okay to it's okay to talk about it absolutely mm-hmm. i look forward to that episode too yeah yeah, yeah. come into the, the future the future the future on this episode next episode, episode next episode next episode down the line from this, from episode. this, from this eventually episode. Eventually episode this eventually episode of morning
0: murders, murders. No, you're awkward. No, <laughs> you're, <laughs> no, you're
2: laughing about it. Well, I think this is fun to laugh about this.
1: Yeah. Thank you for listening to Morning Murders. <laughs> Remember to stop by every Monday for a new episode. And you can always check out our resources and
2: mental
0: health links in our show notes.
2: If you enjoyed listening to our highly caffeinated conversation,
1: please leave us a five-star rating and check us out on Instagram. At Morning Murders. That's at M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G-M. R-D-E-R-S. If you have any stories you'd like to hear or discuss around the breakfast nook, email us at morningmurders at gmail.com. Thank, Thank you, you for listening. For listening. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm.
2: Okay. <laughs> <'Twas> it <laughs> Twas I that shocked I to be- myself.
1: Oh. oh god. Now I hit the microphone.
0: No, twas I.
1: <laughs> twas I that the microphone, and it's still working. Yeah.
0: Oh, I forgot. I was gonna actually try to figure out if I was five degrees away from Bugsy Seagull.
1: Nicole, I'm ready oh, to go. All oh right. Oh my god. god. <laughs> so oh hot. Hot. Uh, On the microphone. So yeah, K- Caitlin listens to our podcast now, and she called me she forgot why she was calling me, and then today she remembered why she called me. And she called me because she was listening to one of our early episodes, and we laugh really loud, and it scared her dog.
0: Oh.
1: <laughs> I was like, I've gotten a little bit better at editing that yeah, stuff. Yeah, sorry.
2: We're better oh, by sorry. the night. that. That yes. one was for your
1: dog, Caitlin. Thanks for, for your dog. That was for your dog. Nicole. Nicole. Nicolaj. Me? Nico, me? Lage. Nico. Lage. Here we go now. Ni. Me lash ah uh. Miko, lash Say it again. No? Miko, large. Miku, Miko, lash Anger. Miko, lash oh. Miko, large. Anger. Breanna. <laughs> Breanna, Breanna, <laughs> <used the> Breanna, <laughs> Breanna,
0: Breanna,
2: Amanda Amanda. Amanda! 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 Where's your Amanda? Where's your <laughs> Amanda? <laughs> we did it. I like it. That's no. what happens when you drink wine at the breakfast nook. Wine oh. at the breakfast nook.
1: Wine That's fun. At the breakfast nook. Now serving wine at the breakfast nook. We're a special late night edition of Morning, Morning murders. murders.
2: The idea yes. is that we've been up until five o'clock in oh, the morning. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. <laughs> it's Wait, this been been yeah. this is yeah. a. an all nighter. Yeah. Oh all nighter. I'm just God. here
1: to tell- share a terrible tale before bed. <laughs> before bed, which is five in the morning. Five in the morning. <laughs> five in the morning.